Has your daughter ever told you that she was too scared to bring something up to you? Have you ever wondered why your girl would be so scared to even talk to you? Or even too scared to tell you something that's really hard and personal? Today's episode, I will talk about why your girl may be holding back and what you can do to help close that gap of fear so that over time, she'll know that she can come to you and talk to you. Hey mama, are you wishing there was a way to get your teen girl to open up to you and create a safe space for her to come to so that she gets to just be your true self? Isn't that what today's episode is about? I know what it feels like to worry about whether or not she's keeping secrets from you or from me or if she'll ever come to me about the bigger hard things. But can you imagine if you had a plan to improve your conversations with your daughter so that she can come to you about anything, even if she's scared? Yes, mama, there is such a thing as planning these conversations with your daughter. There is a plan. There are actionable steps that you can do to have conversations, everyday conversations with your daughter. And that is why I created the mom mentoring sessions so you can talk to your team where I teach you how to improve open communication and prepare your girl to make good choices. You'll be able to follow a plan to set the stage for healthy conversations and equip yourself with connection building questions to ask your girl. You will walk away with a communication plan to confidently implement and get your daughter talking to you. So mama, if you're ready to improve the way you and your daughter talk to each other so you both can connect and know what's really going on in her life, along with accountability and support, get this, I'm super, super excited because in two weeks, guess what? It's a special day for us mamas. It's Mother's Day. And I am celebrating you, mama, by taking 20% off my normal coaching fee. If you are ready to get mentored, to talk to somebody, to have a customized plan, you're going to get a discounted price just because you're a mom and because Mother's Day is coming up. I see you, Mama. You've been listening to my podcast, but need a little more. So I'd like to extend this offer to you. I want you to head, want you to head on over to JeannieBaldomero.com forward slash mentoring. Use code MOM. 20. Now through Mother's Day to book your call with me and you're going to find your step towards creating a whole new level of connection with your girl and get her talking to you. Now, if you missed all of that, go ahead and you can, after this episode, go to my show notes. It's all there for you. Okay. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together.
I recall a time when I was 13, how scary it was to go to my mom about my problems. Now, get this. My mom wasn't a monster. She wasn't abusive. She, you know, didn't necessarily put me down or call me names. But for some reason at 13, I was just scared to go to her. I felt she would make me feel bad or punish me when I had something really hard to say. And I remember this feeling of this feeling I had. And when I became a mom myself, I didn't want that for my daughter. I didn't want her to feel this way. I didn't want her to feel scared to come to me, even about the hardest things. Believe me, I know the worst feeling a daughter can have is being looked at differently by her mother. So maybe your daughter is doing the same, that she's scared to reveal a problem she has or a personal mistake she's made and needs advice or a listening ear, yet she feels like she can't go to you. You have probably asked yourself, but why not, right? I didn't do anything specifically to make you feel this way. And you're thinking, I want her to come to me, especially for those types of reasons, right? Mama, I get you. You really are there for her, but you want her to know that too and believe it, right? How do you get her to move past through that fear? Well, let's first get through why our daughters don't really come to us when they're scared. You know, we mothers and daughters have such a special relationship with our girls. A mother-daughter bond is irreplaceable. It's even unexplainable. You know, I actually Googled how to explain a mother-daughter relationship. And as I was doing my search, it really was hard to put a label or a specific word on a mother-daughter relationship. You know, and if you're a mom and you have a daughter, which you likely are if you're listening to this show, you know exactly what I mean. It's just this deep connection that we have regardless of the disconnect that we may feel on the surface level, there's this deep bond that ties us together no matter what, right? And that's why mother, our, our daughter's relationship with their mothers are so impactful and so deep and they run deep and they affect us in so many different ways. One word, I definitely would describe this and I think it was my daughter who, who described this when I asked her one day, hey, how would you describe our relationship as mother and daughter? And she used the word dynamic. And I was like, you know, that is spot on, dynamic. It's dynamic, which means it does not stay the same, right? But on the soul and spiritual level, we are deeply connected together. So when fear enters the relationship, it's usually because of a few things. Well, a couple of things that I'm going to talk about today. Disappointment and judgment. So disappointment, they have a fear of disappointing us moms and me not meeting up to our expectations, whether it's implied or overtly apparent, right? Sometimes we can say, you know, I never put my expectations on her. I never verbally said it, but it could be implied or it could be um, interpreted by our daughters in a way that we never intended, right? And you probably understand that too, because moms, you know, us women are very intuitive and we can read body language and we can read thoughts without somebody saying a word. And we might unintentionally show our feelings or as a daughter or even as a woman, we might misinterpret other people's intentions, 
right? We do that all the time with our husbands. We're, you know, we ask the word, what do you mean? And <laughs> our husbands, poor husbands, look at us dumbfounded and it was like, I mean, what I said is exactly what I mean. There's no underlying saying in that. And so as women, we're very intuitive and we're very, um, we look for multiple meanings and, and your daughter is the same, right? So whether we are implying an expectation or not, they fear that they're going to disappoint us, whatever it may be. They tend to feel some shame and guilt for being less than, for not being the daughter that their moms expect them to be, whether it's a self-imposed expectation or our our own expectation on them, right? And they also fear judgment, the fear of being judged by us, their mama, their soul sister, literally, right? For the for the very criticism she gives herself, right? She fears the same type of judgment that she already is judging herself by her mama. And to hear it from their mom, their soul level bonded mom, the anticipation, anticipation of feeling the blame and the shame is just too much. And so that fear keeps them from revealing their being vulnerable with us, right? And that could be it too. So what do our girls do? They avoid and try to figure it out themselves or figure it out with their peers because they're a little more comfortable with them because they know that they too are trying to figure it out, right? Now I know you have the most loving intentions, mama and may have not exerted any reason for your daughter to feel this way. But remember, this is adolescence, right? She is clearly focused on self and is discovering how she fits in this world and how she fits in this daughter mold that she thinks that you're setting for herself, right? So how can we bridge the gap of fear so she can lean in and reach out to you in times of problems and hardships? I'm going to tell you this, mama, this doesn't happen overnight, right? It's, it really is a stepping stone. It's, it's consistency over time. It's also allowing her to be comfortable with you, regardless of how comfortable you try to make it. It's really, if we can keep what I just talked to you about in perspective, in time, you will get through this season. And in time, although it may be hard to accept the fact that there are just some things that she's going to be fearful to share with share share with you but understanding that because your opinion matters that much to her kind of gives you hope that as the seasons go and your relationship changes and shifted shifts where you connect at a different level you know she's able to come to you through this season of figuring things out being self-focused and discovering where she fits in right so I want you to be feel relieved, Mama, that you're not the only one that's gonna that's going through this, and your daughter's not the only daughter that's going through this. Um, but I'm gonna give you three tips to give you reasons, give her reasons to come to you. Okay. So number one, ask, ask and reassure her you are a safe space. Right. I want you to ask if. You notice, being her mama and being intuitive, that something's a little off, right? There's something going on with her. Just ask, hey, is everything okay? Because that opens the door and invitation for her to step into. She doesn't have to necessarily come to you because you've already leaned in a little bit and opened that door for her. Is everything okay? 
and to reassure her that it is okay to come to her, right? I want you to know you can share anything with me. Just to let you know that, I just want you to know that you can share anything with me. Know that you have me to listen to anything you have to say, right? And mama, really mean that. Know that you have me to listen to anything you have to say, right? Because sometimes we want to react right away and fix it. But if you're saying, hey, I'm here to listen, then we need to listen and not react, right? Because we all, we want to fix and we want to make sure they feel okay. And we don't want our babies to have to go through the hard. But the reality is, is in order for them to grow, they're going to have to go through some of the hard. And we're just there to guide them, right? We're not them to, we're not there to tell them what to do and give them unsolicited advice, but we're here to listen. That's the, that's the first step is we gain their permission to share with us by listening, simply by listening and opening that door. Is everything okay? Ask and reassure her you are a safe space. Just a reminder. Number two, ask, do you want me to listen? Or are you looking for advice? It kind of goes with that last point. When she is sharing something with you and it just, you know, natural conversation, she starts to spill it. She starts to tell you what's frustrating about school or a relationship she's dealing with. You can say, hey, before you move on, do you want me to listen or are you looking for advice? That is clarity, my friend. Clarity. because. As good as we are of like reading body language and being intuitive, we also have to remember that we can't assume what they want from us, right? So we just need to ask, hey, do you want me to just listen to what you have to say? Or are you looking for me to give you some advice and a solution? And that is clarity, clarity on what you need to do and what she's expecting from this conversation. And the more we can do that, the more they're going to come to us. And they might even say it straight out. Hey, mom, I just want you to listen. I'm not seeking any advice. I just want to vent. And wow, I invite that any time of the day because that opens. That's the beginning of open conversation. I mean, that is open conversation because she's coming to you and she's telling you what she wants from you. And how awesome is that? as a life skill and a great communication skill between you and your daughter, right? So ask, do you want me to listen or are you looking for advice and do what, what they want, right? And number three, be aware of your body language. Ah, and I, I know I mentioned this before in a few episodes, but man, are our girls very good at reading? Remember that first point about they can make assumptions of, what we're doing or thinking just based on what they see our bodies do, even if we unintentionally do it, right? We might not mean it, but they can make assumptions. And because they're very hormonal and very, um, what's the word? Opposite polar. They can be in opposite polars at any given time that that can really shift the conversation and shut them down. So be aware of your body language, your facial expressions, your body movement, your voice volume and your tone, right? These are some questions to consider as you're listening to them. And this is more of a consistency because the way we react can give into their fear 
or they can either have more fear or confirm the fear they have in coming to you in the first place or be relieved because you're not reacting the way they thought you would, right? So is my face showing any type of expression? I talked in an early, earlier episode and one of my earlier episodes about neutral face. You got to practice that neutral face as much as, and I'm very expressive in my face. And I, my kids have told me that many, many times, um, is that I'm very expressive in my face and I'm learning to not use my eyebrow muscles as much because that really shows my reaction. And so that is a, a, a something that you can think about when, when you're um, talking and having these conversations with your daughter and she's approaching you is, is my face showing any type of expression? Practice that neutral face, really like non-reactive. I mean, maybe smile, right? Uh, am I making eye contact with my daughter as she speaks? Am I looking at her intently, making sure that she knows that I'm really listening to her, right? There's nothing more, I think, annoying for anybody is when you're trying to share something, you know, a vulnerable part of you and you feel like they're not paying attention to you or listening. So eye contact is something simple we can do and it's inviting them to continue to talk to us, right? Am I being fidgety? Uh, um, How are my hands when I talk? So like, am I being fidgety? Am I moving around? Am I uncomfortable with what they're saying? Because fidgetingness literally can say I'm very uncomfortable with this topic and can confirm with your daughter that, yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't be sharing this with them because it obviously is affecting how they're feeling, right? So just kind of like relax, right? Maybe even breathe, not obviously breathing in and out, but just breathe, right? Are my hands, how are my hands when I talk? Am I wailing my hands in the air? super expressive and passionate. And don't get me wrong. My husband talks like this. He talks with so much passion. His hand moves everywhere when he's talking. And that's just how he is. I'm not asking you to change how you are. But also know that when our hands are flailing like that, it can come across very aggressive, right? And very reactive when, when all they want is for you to listen. So there's no reason for our hands to be up in the air and talking, uh, if we're supposed to be listening and really inviting them in, into speaking to you, right? And just really being curious about what is bothering you? What, what, what are your problems? And I want to know more, right? And sometimes wailing our hands in the air can become a distraction too. Is my voice volume loud? That kind of says something on its own. When our voice starts to elevate, it really does. It, it gets misinterpreted as I'm getting angry, all right? I'm getting excited. I'm getting angry, right? And so if they come to us with a problem, I don't think there's a reason to be excited about what their problem is, except for the fact that they're coming to you, right? And opening up to you. And that's exciting for every mom. But to have a loud voice volume can really be misinterpreted as anger or as disapproval. And just to to be aware of how your voice is um, when speaking to your daughter during this time. And and then goes that goes for tone as well. How's my tone? Am I being sarcastic? Um, am I being annoyed? Or am I truly speaking in a way that 
is genuinely wanting to know more about what she's sharing, right? And am I projecting anything in my voice, which goes with, am I annoyed or am I trying to rush you because I have somewhere to go? Those type of things. So body language, body, be aware of your body language. And if you can do that consistently, consistently over time, you'll be surprised that more and more she'll come to you about even she'll be less fearful to come to you about even the hardest things because her hard thing may be hard in the moment, but it won't be a big deal about coming to you about it, right? So start applying these three tips right away. Ask and reassure her you are a a safe space, right? Or ask, do you want me to listen? Or are you looking for advice? You want to clarify that, right? And then be aware of your body language. If you can start that, I can guarantee you she'll start coming to you more. And this can be applied to not just conversations uh, where she's being vulnerable. This could just be applied to any conversation you have with your daughter in general. Because if you can do that with the easy conversations, she can also expect that with the hard ones, right? Is there one that you specifically want to focus on after this episode? Choose one or maybe all to be consistent in. Over time, you will start to see that the trust is being built between the two of you. And she will begin to come to you more frequently and less hesitantly, right? For the conversation you so want her to come to you with, right? Vulnerability, that's key. If you find yourself not knowing how to start these conversations or even know how to bring them up and need a little extra guidance in implementing a plan to having those type of hard conversations, I'm happy to meet with you on a one-on-one mom mentoring call where you can put, we can put together a customized plan for you as well as accountability and extra resources and tools that are necessary for you to have a successful conversation with your girl. Now, if this is you and you're ready and you're saying, yes, I need that, go visit JeannieBaldomero.com forward slash mentoring and book your call with me today. Don't forget to use Mom20 to receive that Mother's Day discount. Go now. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I wanna let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you you can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.